0: After you've published an episode or two and you've really got your rhythm down, you'll probably want to start thinking about how to really find your audience and grow your podcast. We're talking about marketing. Now, this can be daunting if you're someone who's mostly concerned with actually making your show, but it doesn't have to be so scary. So I thought today I would get together with some of the other people on Anchor's marketing team to talk about how to get the word out about your show. Hello, marketing team.
1: Hello, John.
2: Hi, John. Hey, John. John.
0: I'm John Marcino, and this is I Should Start a Podcast, a show about the ins and outs of podcasting. Today, I'm joined by Dave Alterescu. Hello. Anna Sean. Hi. And Brendan Bigley. Hiya. These are the people at Anchor who spend all day thinking about how to get more people interested in podcasts. And a couple days ago, uh, Dave put together this list of how to market your podcast. And I saw it and I said, hey, uh, you should all come into a very small room and record a podcast that says exactly the things on this list. So here we are here we are. So uh, let's start just going down this list, shall we? Uh,
1: The first thing on here is frequency and regularity. Okay, so the more often that you release episodes, the more podcast downloads you're going to get. The more consistent you are, the more likely that you'll be part of your audience's weekly and daily habits.
0: And being really regular with your show, no matter how frequently the show is on, is really important. It gets your listeners in kind of the habit of looking for your show when it comes out. So this is a weekly show, for example, but there are Obviously, many other cadences, daily shows, bi-weekly shows.
3: Yeah, I think it's also good to keep it, you know, keep your podcast top of mind for anybody who would be wanting to listen. So it's kind of just reminding them that you're there and you're working hard on it. And um, also with Anchor, you get a notification. Your audience gets a notification every time you post something. So it's kind of another way of saying hello.
2: Yeah, it's a thing you see in vlogging a lot. And I think audio specifically has a really interesting uh has a really interesting effect on people because if you continue to listen to the same person's voice in your earphones your over and over and over again, you start to feel like you know them intimately. Uh, so the more frequently you post, the quicker that response will happen, I think, within the listener.
0: It's like checking in with a friend.
2: Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah. How often do you speak to your friends? Oh, I have none of those. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. you just podcast? Right. Instead of friends. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I podcast instead of friends. <laughs> Let's go to the next item on the list. Uh, we say here, make your podcast art clear and eye-catching. Now, we talked a lot about this last week, um, but like we said then, it should feature the title and large clear type. Uh, it shouldn't be cluttered with a ton of like icons and details and – um just remember that most of the time your art will appear at very small sizes. So it should it should pop and it should stand out even at thumbnail size. Uh,
2: I will I will say as I, I think probably the person in the office who listens to the most stuff on Anchor, I did not think that artwork played such an integral part in uh being surfaced, but it really does give your show a better shot if the artwork is just better.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you send me in Slack a lot of time. Like, yeah. shows that are cool simply be based on the art like, right. Like, look at this look at this cool artwork,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, in in a in a world in which I am tasked with listening to as much stuff in anchor as possible, that is the first thing that I'm looking at,
3: and um, I just wanted to add if you don't know how to make podcast art or if you've never done it before, there are a ton of apps in the App Store that can help with design. Like, there's one off the top of my head called Canvas that makes it really easy to put text over images. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of different ways you can do that with just your phone.
0: Uh, the next thing on the list here is make a promotional trailer or video that explains what it is, and then share that with your social audience. And you run our social. Tell me about why video. We're an audio company.
3: Well, socials. I mean, all different kinds of platforms call for different media, I guess. But um, you really can get more people to engage with your content if you have some some visual media in there. Um, one of the nice things about Anchor is that we can help you make a transcription video really easily. So anything that's – any segment that's under three minutes long, you can uh, like pretty much automatically have a transcription video made through Anchor.
1: Um, in addition to trying out – these are our transcription videos, which are great to promote episodes and trailers for your podcast – I do think that it's great to, you know, just face face your camera and, and and show them what you look like, or or you know, if you've got chops to to build something that feels a little bit more like a commercial for your podcast, um, go for it. I think that that stuff really uh, goes a long way as well. The other reason that
0: video is probably useful to you is that on many of these social networks, there just isn't a native audio player, so the way that you can have your social audience, play your audio is by making some kind of video around it.
3: Yeah. And people are always on the go. You don't know where you're going to catch them. So sometimes they don't have their headphones in or they, you know, they don't know to turn the sound on. So it is helpful.
0: And speaking of reaching your audience where they are, obviously distribute your podcast everywhere.
2: Uh, At Anchor specifically, I would say we are like very, very, very driven to make sure that your podcast can be heard on every single thing that is connected to the internet and has a speaker. Um, whether that be a different app or a different device. Like we want to make sure that you're there.
1: And we're adding new
2: ones all the time. Exactly. If, if George Foreman grills connect to the internet at a certain point and add a speaker, we will make sure that your podcast is there.
0: I can't wait until this podcast can be played on your George Foreman grill. Yeah, me either. Okay. What's next? Promote your podcast profile page which is a landing page that um, every Anchor account has and that lets people listen to your podcast on the web or in their favorite app. And this is a really nice page with your show art and your description and all of your episodes in one place along with deep links to every platform that your show is distributed on. So if you're um, trying to tell people how to subscribe to your show, your profile link is a really good way to do that because it's one stop for wherever anyone wants to subscribe.
1: People are listening to your podcast on different players, and so it makes it easier for them to find the podcast and listen to it very easily, and instead of you having to share a bunch of links, you can share this one profile page link, and they can choose to listen to it wherever they want to.
0: It's like if you want to see an example of one of these, uh, this show is at anchor.fm slash Podcast. The next thing up, um, embed your podcast on your website.
1: So... If you've got a website or if you know somebody that's got a website that's willing to post your podcast on it, embed your web, your podcast on, on your or their website. Do you have a friend
2: that works at the New York Times? <laughs> Do they manage the New York Times website? Tell them to put your podcast on About the homepage dogs. of NewYorkTimes.com. Are you friends with a webmaster? <laughs>
0: I guess, but in all seriousness, uh, embedding your podcast on your website if your website gets a fair amount of traffic is an obvious and very effective way to get people to listen to your podcast Um, because instead of sending them on a chase to go subscribe to it, it's right there where they already are. All right, here's a fun one. Cross-promote your podcast. What do we mean by that?
1: All right, so... If you don't have friends that are podcasters, make friends that are podcasters, and you can help each other re- your, reach your target audience and cross promote your podcasts along the way.
3: You see musicians do this all the time. You see brands do this all the time. You'll have two different fashion brands getting together for a collaboration, and what they're doing is they're just taking you know they they have their own audience, and um, they see another like minded or you know interesting brand or musician that has a different kind of audience and. They're hoping to bring that audience over, so it's usually a pretty mutually beneficial thing to do, um, and you can introduce a whole set of new people to the content that you're making.
0: And, and I think that's generally industry wide. Like one of the one of the biggest ways people find new podcasts to listen to is through the other podcasts that they already listen to. Um, so again, it's it's about finding your audience where they already are. It, they're probably listening to podcasts. Um,
2: Right. You know that they like podcasts because they're already listening to one.
0: Right. Right. Um, Dave, I feel like you're going to have a lot to say about this. It says, if you're trying to take your podcast to a more professional level, consider putting some dollars
1: to work. Well, so here – I want to caveat this one. Before you go and put um, dollars, paid dollars against this, I would do everything else organically that you can do by telling everyone that you know by um identifying people that you don't know but that you can reach organically and i would think of paid media dollars as being um like gasoline on top of a fire you need to start the fire first and then you, and you do that through every organic means possible um and then on top of that you can put uh accelerant to get it that much bigger
2: so uh i have a podcast about a japanese reality tv show called terrace house um so in terms of putting gasoline on the fire, there needed to be a fire first, right? So what I did was I went and found the subreddit that talks about Terrace House, posted my podcast there after I had a couple episodes, so I'd get enough downloads, asked those people to review it. So there were a couple of reviews there before I started paid social. So then that was when I like hyper-targeted people talking about Terrace House on Twitter, serving them ads, saying, finally, there's a podcast about Terrace House because people wanted one.
0: Again, it's the theme of finding people where they already are yeah, um, and putting your your podcast there. Um, A little bonus thing that Brendan just mentioned was getting ratings and reviews. Yeah. Um, You probably know this if you've heard any podcast ever. Ask your audience for ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts because it actually does help um, as a signal in the Apple Podcasts charts for how your show is doing. And that can only help you when the show rises in those charts.
2: Yeah, also, if possible, put that as close to the front of the podcast as you possibly can.
3: I think not only does it help with Apple podcast charting, but also, like, if somebody new comes to your podcast and sees that you have a ton of amazing reviews, it really helps, um, you know, turn them into an active listener. So after you've
0: been doing this for a while, um, I think we should talk a little bit about looking at your analytics and how your show is actually doing.
1: Okay, so for example, uh, you may see that one episode you talked about something specifically that caused a much more um, prominent spike in your uh, downloads that episode. And that may be um, indicative of something that you said, but you're only going to see that if you're paying close attention to your analytics. What we would recommend is pay close attention to your analytics and then try that out again and see if you were right.
0: Yeah, so say you put that message about leaving a review on Apple Podcasts at the beginning of your show and then – that week you started to see an influx of Apple podcast reviews and you started to see your show climb the chart, pay attention to that. That was the thing that you should probably always put inside your show. Say you have been a guest on a multiple shows and one of them you saw at, and after you were a guest on one of those shows, you saw a huge spike in your downloads. Um, Try to find out what it is about that audience that you resonated with and seek out other guest spots on shows like that.
2: Yeah, just anecdotally, I was doing another podcast, and I had a specific episode where I talked about Terrace House, and that was far and away our most downloaded episode ever, which kind of indicated to me that there were a lot of people searching for podcasts about Terrace House, which is why I went and started one to kind of feed that demand that I saw.
0: And the audience is fed.
2: And the audience is satiated. Guys,
0: I have I have some news. We've reached the end of the list. Oh. And we've all
2: marketed our podcasts very successfully. I plugged mine a lot.
1: Yeah, you did which was marketing a podcast uh-huh. so good job
2: brother. yeah that's the, the secret last bullet point is be on i should start a podcast Ooh. and plug yours as much as possible
1: mm-hmm. regular m night over here
0: <laughs> guys thank you so much for for joining me on this very special episode of i should start a
2: podcast yeah, no yeah. problem thank you sure
3: <laughs> awesome
2: cool nice cool, man sick see you later very natural <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. I Should Start a Podcast is a production of Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. You can sign up and start creating right now at anchor.fm. If you like this show, remember you can hear it here on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, really any app you use to listen to podcasts. Subscribe and get a new episode every week. If you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message. Some of you had some comments and questions on the last episode, so let's hear those.
2: Hi, this is Jen. And I'm starting a podcast called Women Who Execute by Jen Vasquez. And I just wanted to say thank you so much because your podcast took me from maybe I'll do it, I'm not quite sure, to I'm absolutely doing it.
1: Hello, I Should Start a Podcast. Thank you so much. I'm Justin Prime. I do the J Primecast, Create Independently, where I talk about my comic creation process every week and actually more than that. But I should start a podcast was ridiculously helpful. I've only listened to a couple. Thank you so much for Anchor's ongoing support of the podcasting community. I love you guys. Thank you.
0: I'd love to hear whatever questions or comments that you have too. uh, And I can use that to plan future episodes and maybe feature your show on here. You never know. Just download the Anchor mobile app, search for I should start a podcast, and tap the message button. Thanks to Dave Alterescu, Anna Sean, and Brendan Bigley for guest hosting today. Brendan produced all of the music in this episode. You can find links to more of his stuff in the show description. We're
2: just, we're really just uh,
0: promoting yeah, Brendan's yeah, work really.
2: all over the place today. I'm all, o- I'm all over the place
0: always. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. I'm John Lago Marcino, and I'll be back next week with another episode of I Should Start a Podcast. Talk to you then.
2: And we're all still here.
0: Ah.
1: <laughs>